Yo, what is up everybody? It is your favorite February coming at you with another February takes. Yes, I know it's been a while, but your boy's been busy. Not really, you know. I just uh been slacking. But you know, I'm back. Gonna do another pod today. Hopefully you guys enjoy. A lot of NBA talk today. We'll go over, you know, the rookie of the year so far. The results. The defensive player of the year results so far. And we will go over the east and west current seedings well the top four seedings we already know outside the top four it does not matter because those teams usually don't do shit in the playoffs and yeah and also we will talk about some trade rumors and we will see if they're bullshit or they're legit stay tuned boys enjoy the pot Yo, what is up, everybody? So first, we're going to talk. We're probably going to go over the rookie of the year standing so far. Um, just so you know, I am down a monitor. I had to ship mine back because, you know, it fucked up. Garbage ass MSI. But whatever. Here we go. So basically, the rookie of the year so far is the Mellow Ball. He's averaging 15 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. He currently leads all the rookies and every stat right now it's looking to me like i was gonna i'm fucking right i picked this man to win rookie of the year basically i said he's gonna get the most opportunity which he is getting the most opportunity out of all the other all the other rookies but also he's playing okay he's not playing great but he's playing okay he's also helping his team get w's that's the important part He's helping his team get W's. He's playing well. He's probably going to win the award. It's it's the award is his to lose. And then, so basically, all Lamelo has to do is for the second the second half of the season is just keep playing the way he's playing, and he will be the rookie of the year. And your favorite fat boy would be correct. Also though, but second place. Is my is uh, Tyrese Halle Burton? I hope I said that right. I hope I didn't butcher his name. This kid has been playing well coming off the bench. He's playing 25 minutes a game. He's averaging 13 points, three rebounds, and five assists. Uh, the problem with him is the Kings are not winning much. They win, lose, win, lose. Also, he is not a starter, so he's not getting the minutes that he needs. Um. But he is the the runner up currently. Uh, he's pl- the kid's playing great, uh, but it just sucks that he might not get the opportunity to challenge Melo because he's not gonna get the minutes. And then that's pretty much it for him. He's the second place dude, and then it's the dude from the Knicks, Emmanuel Quickly. Um, so he's averaging twelve points a game, two rebounds, two assists. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Um. This is pretty damn good for this dude. Uh, he's playing good. He's like I can't, can't really say anything. <laughs> like he's on the Knicks, so he's getting opportunities because we all know the Knicks are garbage. Even though currently the Knicks are five hundred, the team's still garbage. Let's be honest. Uh, and then Anthony Edwards. Uh, I picked Anthony Edwards to be in the run-in. He's in the run-in, but I don't think he's gonna overtake Melo. This is the other only dude that has a chance to beat Melo because this dude is literally playing starter minutes. 
So if anybody's going to do it, it's going to have to be either this guy. Um, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I thought Anthony Edwards was going to be better, but he's a bad shooter. He's a terrible shooter. That's his problem. Uh, but he's been playing well. He's like three straight games with 20 points. And also he had that disgusting fucking dunk on that one dude on the Raptors. Poor guy, dude. I'd retire after that. So he put that man on a fucking poster. That's probably one of the worst dunks I've ever seen in my life. Uh, that dunk was fucking vicious. Sheesh. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it for the rookie of the year. Um, So far, um, right on that prediction, um, it's going to look like LaMelo will win the award. Um, So big ups to LaMelo. It's starting to look that... that his dad really talked this this kid up, and he's delivering. He's I hate to say it, he is what Lonzo Ball was supposed to be for the Ball family. Uh, but big ups to Lamelo, and I'm not even trying to disrespect Lonzo because Lonzo is playing good right now. But the thing with that is, it's like his dad gassed him up so hard, and his he did he didn't play well. Uh, but Lamelo's playing great. Uh, he's playing winning basketball. That was one of the big concerns. I did, didn't know if he was going to be able to play winning basketball. Because a lot of the film you saw on him, he would just take terrible shots. But then again, you got to think about it, though. You're the best player on the team. Your dad coaches the team. You're going to have the green light to do stupid stuff. But I'm, I'm happy for him. Because he's playing winning basketball. He's playing good basketball right now. And he's getting W's with this team. They're currently in the playoff picture. This is a team that nobody thought would make the playoffs. Even with the addition of Gordon Hayward. Um, so big ups to to Charlotte. Uh, for, making, for selecting him. And trusting him. Uh, so yeah. That's pretty much it for the rookie race. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be right. Unless LaMelo just drastically has a 180 and starts shitting the bed for the rest of the season your boy's gonna be right on that pick so hell yeah um and now let's talk a little bit about the defensive player of the year award all right so basically the defensive player of the year award to me is really really weird because you don't really know the criteria and this is the reason why i say this ben simmons literally said yo guys I'm the best defensive player in the league. And guess who's the, at the top of the leaderboard now? Ben Simmons. Like, I get I get the Sixers are winning. And it's like, cool. You know, the Sixers are winning. I get it. You're number one. But I, I, I really hate that he's number one for this. Because he literally said, I'm number one. And everybody then all of a sudden is like, oh, oh, shit. I'm, he's number one. He said he's number one, so he's fucking number one. What the hell? That's so weird, man. Uh, so basically, listen. This dude locks down small guards. Like, it's going to sound like I'm hating, but I'm going to just... I got to keep it 100 because I think it's fucking bullshit. This dude literally is like 6'8", guarding 6'2", six, 6'3", six, fucking guards. This dude is literally going to maul them. No matter what. He's five, six inches fucking taller than them. Let's be real. When this dude actually has to defend players like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, 
players like that, like LeBron James, like dudes that are his size, they cook his shit. Let's just be real. Like, yes, he's a good defender when he's guarding those small-ass guards. Obviously, he's going to do his thing against some small guards because he's way bigger than them. Um, but, you know, he's playing great. Um, so, yeah. So, I guess, you know, he's the defensive player of the year so far, you know, because he said so. <laughs> but, yeah. But this is the dude that's in second place now. Rudy Gobert. This is a dude that actually deserves to be top three or top five this is a dude that leads the league in blocks leads the league in rebounds he's not leading the league but he's like top five so it, this this makes more sense you get what i'm saying because you know if he's getting blocks he's playing good defense if he's getting a lot of rebounds especially defensive rebounds you know you know he's doing what he's supposed to do um Obviously, him getting blocks, it means he's defending the paint. So, so, you know, he's in second place right now. Um, he's playing good defense. Yes, Joel Embiid cooked him or whatever, but that doesn't matter. It was just one game. Um, also, here's another dude that I 100% agree with, the, why he's in, in the running. Miles Turner. This is another dude that leads the league in rebounds. That that He's top three in blocks in the league. Um Ben Simmons doesn't even lead the league in steals. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't even make sense. It'd be different if he was leading the league in steals too or something like that. But he doesn't even lead the league in steals. So this award to me is kind of starting to look like it's kind of BS. For the simple fact that he, the man literally said, Yo, I'm the best defender in the league. So now he's at the top of the of the of the of the standings it doesn't make sense i get why gobert is there i get why miles turner is there i don't get why he is there like dude he literally just said yo i'm number one and, and then all of a sudden everybody started noticing this doesn't make sense um actually lebron james is in this conversation as well what <laughs> but i get it uh I, lebron is playing great defense right now he's leading he's top five in rebounds and blocks he's doing what he has to do to try to win uh so i gotta give it up to lebron like lebron is actually playing defense right now it ain't because he want to he wants to boys i'm gonna be honest it's because he he has to since ad went down the lakers have looked average as shit like i'm just gonna be honest LeBron is doing is I have to give it up to LeBron like I am not a big LeBron fan but I have to give it up to LeBron 100% right now. LeBron is playing great defense right now. He's trying to do everything he can do to get these wins and just try to hold on to that seed because this like a lot of people were saying that oh seeds don't matter. It's going to look like seeds are going to matter. Um <coughs> because Currently, the Boston Celtics are going to start allowing fans back. I know a lot of fans are going to start. A lot of a lot of teams are going to start allowing fans back into the arena. They're like going over their protocols. I know the Celtics are doing it in March. I'm pretty sure the Lakers are going to get on board. I'm pretty sure a lot of teams in the league are going to start getting on board. So those seeds are going to matter. So I have to give it to LeBron. He's trying his hardest to get a top seed. I don't blame him. It's pretty damn hard, you know. If home advantage does help, um, people think it doesn't, but I think it does. Um, but yeah, ever since Davis went down, LeBron has been stepping up his game. Um, uh, 
I'm not even going to talk about this number five guy because to me, it just doesn't make sense. Jamal Murray is not known as a lockdown defender. Let's just be honest. Um, but basically, like, I'm going to be honest. This award right now is looking really, really suspect. Uh, and I promise you, if Anthony Davis didn't get injured, he'd be in the running for this award. But the simple fact that Ben Simmons is like, yo, I'm the best defender in the league. And now everybody's like, oh, yes, you are the best defender in the league. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, we all know why Rudy Gobert is there. We all know why Moss Turner is there. And we all know why LeBron is currently there. Because he's been playing great defense lately. But Ben Simmons, like, yo, I'm, I'm the best defender in the league. So, uh, um, yeah, give me the MVP award. Here you go, dude. It does not make any sense. If this dude wins the MVP award, I mean the Defensive Player of the Year award over Gobert, I will. We all gonna know that this award is dog shit. He doesn't even. He's not even top three in the league in steals, dude. Doesn't make sense. But whatever. He said he's the best, and everybody's eating that shit up. I understand the Sixers are winning, but let's be real here. <clears throat> The Sixers, I don't think the Sixers are going to finish with the number one seed. If they do, I'll be really, really, really surprised. The Bucks and Nets are right behind them. The Seas just started playing well. So we'll see if they can hold it up. And then Embiid's, you know, sitting out games because, you know, he's he's a little pussy. Um, but, yeah, uh, we're going to see. So currently, this award looking to me kind of suspect. Doesn't make any sense to me. That he's currently number one over Gobert. Which Gobert has the best. His team has the best record in the league currently. So that enough right there. Would give you more of a reason to be like. Yo Rudy Gobert deserves to be the defensive player of the year. Like as of right now. Number one record in the season. Uh, top three in blocks. Top three in rebounds. Like come on. This this joke right, this award right now looking like a joke. But whatever, enough about this fucking shitty ass award that doesn't make any sense. Let's get to the MVP. Alright, so currently, Joel Embiid leads the MVP race. And this one is deserved. Like, this isn't like Ben Simmons. Yo, I'm the MVP, so you're not gonna make the MVP. Alright, Joel Embiid is playing great basketball. His team just beat the Utah Jazz, the best team in the league. So obviously he's gonna be gassed up right now. Also, his he's averaging <clears throat> thirty points per game, eleven rebounds a game, three assists per game, one block per game, one steal per game. So we know Embiid's playing great basketball right now. But the thing with this is Embiid is also sitting out games. So that was a big knock the the year that Kawhi was like balling and just, just, just remember the media shit on Kawhi. They literally were like, "Why is Kawhi in this MVP race when Kawhi is load managing games?" And then it's just like, flash to 2021. Joel Embiid is sitting out games. He doesn't want to play certain games, so he's sitting out, and he's the leader. Which I understand why he is the leader, but. We got to be fair here. If you're going to be shit-talking players that are load-managing, that are playing great, you got to do it with this guy. Um, currently, he's playing great basketball right now. Obviously, he's killing it. But to me, I feel like 
I feel Joe Keek's kind of getting a little robbed right now because Joe Keek is literally averaging a triple-double right now. And Joe Keek, the thing with Joe Keek is, I will be 100% honest, you take Joe Keek off the Nuggets, Joe, that team is straight garbage. The reason the team that, that team has so much success is because Joe Keek. Joe Keek, it's crazy to me. I never thought I'd see a big man run the offense. This dude runs the offense. Like, this is literally... I say this all the time. Joe Keek is a Paul Gasol on steroids. On fucking steroids, dude. Um, That's just like the best way to describe his game. It's like Paul Gasol on steroids. Like, the dude's a beast. The dude's averaging 27 points per game, 11 rebounds per game, 8.6 assists per game. And my man shooting the three ball very, very well, too. Um, and he ha- he's had a couple of 30-point triple doubles. Also, let me just say this here. He single-handedly beat the Utah Jazz. He dropped a 41 bomb on the Utah Jazz. Everybody thought he was going to go from 50 or 60 that game. Um, But I feel to me that the, the two front runners for this award right now, it's, it's going to be Joe Keek and it's going to be Embiid. I'll be honest with with you guys. I no way in fucking hell did I ever think Embiid would be at the top of this list right now, for the simple fact that Embiid's always he's like he there he's he gets injured a lot. He's a little crybaby. Like he he uh, I don't know. He just uh, it's a little it's a little girl sometimes, dude. Like he just complains a lot. I don't know whatever. But good for him. Enough. It sounds like I'm hating, but good for Embiid. I'm happy for him. Um, but yeah, um, I I did not have Joe Keek as one of the frontrunners for this award either. Like you guys, you guys know I'm a Joe Keek dude, so I'm hella hella happy for my boy Joe Keek that right now he's in second place. Um, I think Joe Keek is still slept on a lot by a lot of people. So I'm glad he's finally getting his shine and he's showing people that he's a fucking baller. Um, he's currently out edging LeBron James. LeBron James is third currently. Um, LeBron James is playing MVP basketball, but it's not really fair to have LeBron James at number three because he's been playing with AD all year. He's playing with another superstar, and that's another knock that they had for uh, KD those years that he played in Golden State. Oh, he plays with two superstars. He plays with another superstar. He shouldn't even be considered. So this is another reason why I hate, I, 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 I try to keep it real on this show. You guys know that. Like, the media loves to shit on players, and then like, but they don't do it fairly. Like, if you're going to shit on players, you got to shit on them equally. That sounds terrible, but it's true. Um, and then currently fourth is Dane time. Also, LeBron's numbers right now are 25 points a game, 8 rebounds per game, 7 assists per game, and 1 steal per game. And also, LeBron is playing top 5 defense right now. So, uh, his third place is, 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 is deserved right now, but when he has AD... It's kind of like, eh, he has AD, you know. It's like kind of BS as to like Embiid and Joe Keek. Those dudes literally have to carry their team. LeBron does not have to carry the Lakers. Once AD is there, 
It's easy. It's easy mode. I hate to say it. Easy mode. Damian Lillard? I like Damian Lillard in the MVP race, but to me, I don't think Damian Lillard will win the MVP. Uh, it's just, it's not going to happen. Uh, man, you know, this shit is crazy. Literally, everybody I picked for the MVP is literally not on the list. Just LeBron is. Like, Luka's on it, but Luka's not winning MVP. I'll tell you guys right now. I also had Steph, Stephen Curry. Steph Curry's not winning it. Giannis is not winning it. I'm going to be honest. I had those dudes on the list. They're not going to win it. Luka is currently top five, but Luka's not going to win it. That record is dog shit. Um, the way Joe Kik is going to win it, if he gets like a second or third seed in the West, uh, if Joel Embiid will probably... I think Joel Embiid is going to win the award, though. I'm going to just be real here, just because... They're probably going to finish like a top two seed unless they start choking really, really hard. So, I think Joel Embiid is going to win the award. I don't think it'll be LeBron. It's just this this award's going to just be a two-player race. We're halfway through the season. It's going to be a two-player race. It's going to be between Joel Embiid and Joe Keek. Just, I hate to say it, everybody else that's on the list, let's not even waste our time. Thinking that our boys are going to win this award. Like if you're a Luka fan. Luka's not winning this award. If you're a LeBron fan. LeBron's not going to win this award. The two players that have the best chance of winning this award. Is Joe Keek and Embiid. Um, so that's pretty much it for the for the MVP award. Oh and also. <sighs> I want to need to say this. I fucking hate how the NBA is currently refereed right now. <clears throat> I know Donovan talked about it the other day because he got teed up and he got kicked out the game. <clears throat> but it's if I was a player and some of these technicals that are called, it just doesn't make sense. Like, for example, that and this is like in the span of three weeks. That technical that got called on Donovan Mitchell didn't make any sense. Because I'm going to be 100% honest here. This is a reason I don't fuck with Embiid. Embiid's a fucking 7 foot dude that fucking flops. There's no fucking excuse for you to be fucking flopping. When you're a 7 foot dude that weighs like 260 fucking pounds. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. You just look fucking silly flopping. Embiid flopped on that play against the Utah Jazz. That shit was a fucking flop. If I'm Donovan Mitchell, I'm like, yo, where the fuck is the fucking foul? 100%. That man had every right to be like, yo, what the fuck? The game's on the line. He gets called for a... That's a stupid fucking foul call. Like, and you and you just fucking... Um, and then he gets teed up. And beats like, yo, tee him up. And they fucking tee him up. It's like, come on, man. Get out of here with this bullshit. This is fucking silly. Like, come on, man. Um... Another example with that Devin Booker ejection. Devin Booker literally bounces the ball to the ref and it hits him and he gets fucking teed up and he gets ejected. It's like, what the fuck? He's literally just throwing the ball to the ref. And it's like, you guys got to fucking understand that these dudes are trying their ass off. And I'm going to be honest, like this is Devin Booker's first time probably that he's going to make the playoffs. So he's... He's probably like, yo, dude, this is my only shot to do anything in Phoenix. Like, I'm going to go balls to the wall every game. 
So it's like kind of shitty that, that, you know, he got ejected for throwing. Like he just like threw a bounce pass to the referee and it hit him and ejected him. And then um, once Russell Westbrook, he's also got ejected like that a couple of times for bouncing the ball at the ref. And then like the ref misses and it hits him. And he gets ejected. And also, Russell Westbrook is, is one of those dudes that's got ejected sometimes for, like, crashing into a ref. It's like he's not trying to hit the ref, but it's like he can't stop himself. Like, what do you do in that situation? Like, do you, like, fucking throw yourself to the fucking side and, like, fucking get injured? Like, throw yourself into the stands? Like, it's just some of these, some of these ejections don't make sense. And I, I believe that the referees need to start reviewing these technicals before, like, because it's going to start ruining the games. Like, I I hate to see, I would hate to see a player get ejected, like, the last five minutes of a crucial game or some stupid call, like that, like, like that Embiid call, like that bounce pass. Like, those are just stupid technicals. That's just the referee being a fucking asshole. Like, 100%. Like, those are... It's just like stupid fucking calls. And also, that Montreal Harrell fucking technical the other day didn't make any fucking sense. All because he fucking yelled out and one. Everybody yells out fucking and one when they get fucking fouled and they get the bucket. I don't understand that. It's like, I can just play you tape of players being like, and one, and one, and one. And they're not getting teed up. That technical didn't make any fucking sense either. That's literally four technicals in the past week that are super sus. Like, the the Booker technical that got him ejected was suspect. The, the Harold technical, dog shit. Like, those are just technicals. The Donovan Mitchell also, that's another fucking technical that's bullshit. Like, the, like... They have. To, I I hate to see the game get slowed down, but these the 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 coaches need to be able to review these texts, especially if it's gonna get you one of your best players thrown out the game. You need to be like, yo, I I hate it because it slows down the game, but it's important. Like it's because it it if you're taking the best player off the court for a team, you literally handicapping that team. So I feel that the 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 coaches should be able to review these technicals even if you have your challenge or not just is so crucial because you're you're going to lose your best player if he gets a, a second technical and some of these second technicals that they that got called this past week were fucking ridiculous or some of just technicals that got called they're fucking ridiculous so it's basically like there has to be a the NBA has to step in and make a rule that allows the coaches to review the second technical no matter what. I, I don't care if it slows down the game. If I'm a fan, I'm going to the game to watch my favorite player on the team. Usually that favorite player is going to be the best player on the team. So they need to make it so you can definitely review those technicals. All right, all right enough about the fucking refs. Fuck the refs. Um, but yeah, here we go. We're going to get into the NBA ta- talk now. And then I'll talk about the trade rumors at the very end of the pod. All right, here we go. Let's get into the NBA talk. First, we're going to talk about the West. Last time we talked about the East first. Now we're going to talk about the West first. Currently, the Utah Jazz 
still hold the number one record in the NBA. All I have to say is fucking wow. At this point of the 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 season, I did not think the Utah Jazz would still be the one seed. So they're proving me wrong. But but I still stand by what I say. I'm gonna stand by this 110% until the motherfucking wheels fall off. The Utah Jazz are not going to make the Western Conference Finals. I'm gonna stick by that shit. They're not good enough to beat the Clippers. They're not good enough to beat the Lakers. Um, but if they play the if they play the the Nuggets, they have a shot. I still like the Nuggets still over them, but I still think they they have, they have a shot if they play the Nuggets. But if they play the Clippers or Lakers, not happening. <clears throat> but this is why Utah is currently at the top seed. They have their third in points per game. Also, I'm pretty sure they're still leading the league in three pointers made. So that is another big reason they are at the number one seed. Um, we all know the NBA is like. It's more of a shooter's league now. It's more of a scorer's league. Everybody's taking way more threes. All these bullshit analytics is like the three-point shot is is God. Yes, three-point shot. Even though you only need one point, we're going to shoot for three. Um, but yeah, and then their rebounds per game, they're second in the league. That's a big stat right there. That means they're getting a lot of second chances, and they're getting a lot of boards on defense. So they're denying possessions. Um they're and they they have a a top four defense right now currently, and also I'm gonna be honest, Rudy Gobert like is playing out of his mind right now. So is Donovan. Um, I think Donovan's a great player, but I think Donovan's kind of slept on because up until last season, Donovan kind of never showed up for the playoffs. Like I'm gonna be real, like Donovan Mitchell never showed up for the playoffs. Like, until recently, like, until last year. Um, to me, I think this team, if this team stays healthy, they have, they, they, like, I know I'm talking shit about the Jazz saying they don't have a chance. Um, but it's just, like, the reason I say that is because I don't, they don't, like, if they play the Lakers, they're going to lose to the Lakers. If they lose to the Clippers, they're going to lose to the Clippers. It's just how, how things match up. Like, say if the if they play the 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 Lakers, Rudy Gobert can't stop AD. Donovan Mitchell can't match what LeBron does. Like, let's just be real. Like, in the playoffs, it's all about matchups. And it's just to me, I don't see, I don't see the Jazz need another superstar or another just all star. Like Rudy Gobert to me, like he's an all star, but it's like he's not like. One of those all-stars that's going to go give me 25 a night. You get what I'm saying? He's an all-star because, you know, he does his job well. He's a good, def- great defender, and he scores like 16 points a game. That's Rudy. Rudy Gobert is like an 18 and 10 guy. But in the playoffs, that's not going to win you those games. Um, but another, I'm going to be another, the other surprise about this team is how great Jordan Clarkson has been playing. Jordan Clarkson is going to be the sixth man of the year. Let's not waste our fucking time here. Jordan, just give Jordan Clarkson the award right now. Jordan Clarkson has been playing out of his fucking mind. And I think that has a lot to do with that. He 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 got his money and they, they, they're they like, um, Snyder was literally like, yo, 
my boy, when your ass gets in the game, your ass is getting buckets, which is probably the best thing, you know, you could do for a player. You literally tell him what his role is, and he's he's good at that role. Like, like I'm gonna be honest, like he's really really good at that role. Um, but also this is the thing though, like if he has an off night, that bench is sheesh is gonna struggle a bit. <clears throat> but I really I've said it all year long. I love the Jordan Clarkson signing. The man knows his role. He goes in there, he gets buckets. Um, it's like, and also the three-point shooting is key. That's like the major, one of the major keys, the three-point shooting and the defense and the rebounding. Um, and back to what I was saying, like, I don't mean to shit on the Jazz, but I just got to keep it 100 with you guys. Like, I don't, like, I would say that they're the best team right now, um, but this is a regular season team. Just, I don't think they have enough talent to match up with the Lakers or Clippers when it comes up to the matchups. I just don't think they, they got enough. Like, like for example, like I gave that example about the Lakers, like LeBron and AD. It's the same thing with the Clippers. Uh, they have Paul George and, and Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi, we already know Kawhi is a beast in the playoffs. Kawhi is good for 25-plus in the playoffs every game. It's really rare that he plays bad. Um, but then, like, I feel like this is the year that PG gets it together, that he stops choking in the playoffs. Like, it's like when they call his number, this is the year he's going to do it. Um, and I don't know if Donovan Mitchell got, got what it takes to do what he did last season in the playoffs. I don't, I don't know. We'll see, man. Like... <clears throat> like, I don't mind being proved wrong. I actually want to be proved wrong by this team. Like, this is a team that I would like to see go far because I've never seen, since Malone and Stockton, I haven't seen this team do shit. So it'd be cool to me to see the, it'd be cool for me to see the Jazz do something. But I don't, I just don't see it happening. Um, But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Still a lot of season to go. So a lot can happen. I know AD's gonna come back like in two, three weeks. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, big ups to the Jazz right now. They're playing great basketball, and dude, the Jazz are literally screwing my damn predictions from the beginning of the season. And so is this fucking team that I'm about to talk about right now, the Phoenix fucking Suns. No way. In fucking hell that I ever expect the Phoenix Suns to be the second seed in the Western Conference. This is pretty fucking rad for the simple fact that I never thought I'd see this team do shit again since Nash and Stottlemyre. So this one has me pretty fucking hyped. As you can see, like, uh, the Chris Paul effect is real. Can't I don't care what anybody says. I personally don't like Chris Paul because they fucking hate his hamstrings. They're like, oh, it's playoff time. Hamstrings. I'm out. He gets injured. I hate that shit. And Chris Paul's a fucking flopper and a crybaby. But whatever. Enough about, enough about Chris Paul. But we cannot shit on Chris Paul anymore. Like, I'm going to try my hardest not to shit on Chris Paul anymore. The simple fact that he has this team right here in the second seed is very very impressive it just goes to show that the dude is the ultimate team player 
even though I've read so many stories of players hating to play with Chris Paul. They all say the same thing, that Chris Paul's an asshole, that Chris Paul's like, yo, dude, just remember, I'm, I'm the dude that's going to get you your next contract. Like, uh, there's been like three or four fucking stories I've read that players have said that, and they're like, man, fuck Chris Paul, that was the worst fucking teammate I had. And then I have like a complete 180 that players are like, oh, he was the best teammate I had. So who knows what is what. It's all rumors, I'm assuming, at this point. But whatever. <clears throat> Enough of that. I never thought I'd see this team as the second seed in the fucking West. So big ups to the Phoenix Suns. Um, they are currently 12th in points per game. They're third in assists per game. So they're moving the ball, which is good. Um, and their defense is top three in the league. Top three in the league? The Phoenix Suns have a top three defense? Whoa, 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 whoa. Even with Devin Booker's defensive liability ass, this is impressive. I'm I'm impressed. Chris Paul, ultimate teammate. I can't, I can't, I can't, can't. What can I do? I can't shit talk him. He's fucking balling on the suns with Devin Booker. Also, another thing I like is that um what what uh Chris Paul has done for uh Oh, damn it. The center. Um, oh, my God. I'm brain farting so hard. DeAndre Ayton. There you go. Oh, my God. Sorry, dude. I just brain farted hard. Um, basically, <clears throat> Chris Paul was like, yo, dude. If this team is going to have any success... You're going to have to play better. I'm going to need more out of you. Like, and he's getting it out of this dude currently. So, so big ups to Paul. He's This dude's averaging 14 points a game, 11 rebounds per game. He's been okay on defense all year. So, Chris Paul is doing his thing with this dude. Chris Paul's helping this dude be a better player. Um. So, yeah. And then... Also, you know, we already got Devin Booker. We are, all right, let's be honest. We all know Devin Booker's a walking bucket. But the biggest complaint about Devin Booker is his defense is hella, hella average. That's not even average. It's it's bad. Let's be honest. It is bad. But the team's playing good basketball right now. Like, you can't, can't be talking shit on his defense. The team's playing good. Um... This team is solid. Like I, I'm, a, I like Sarik. By the way, Dario Sarik, I fuck with that dude. I seen this man drop a thirty piece on the Celtics in a game seven. No, not in a game seven, but like in a game six. And he was the only one that showed up that game. Embiid was asleep. Uh, ben Simmons was asleep. This is the only dude that showed up to play that game. I remember watching that game. Um, for the simple fact, I was like out somewhere with my family, like at a, this is pre-COVID, obviously. I was like out somewhere with my family and I'm just like, dude, I'm like keeping up with the, this is the, this is the game that they popped the confetti at and they lost the game. That game. This dude was the only dude that came to play. He dropped like a 30 piece on my boys while Joel Embiid and what's his name and uh, Ben Simmons were sleep. So I'm I'm a fan of that dude since that game. I don't care if he played for that for the shitty Sixers or not. I fuck with that dude. That is my dude. Um, 
So yeah, no slander, no Sarek slander, fuckers. Um, but yeah, um, I never thought I'd say this, but big ups to the Suns. Like second place in the Western Conference. We know the Western Conference is tough. Like especially this year, like it's hard this year. Like with Phoenix coming up in Utah, this it makes the conference even harder. Now let's get to the third seed, Los Angeles Lakers. All right, so the Lakers are currently twenty-four and thirteen. They're having a tough time scoring the ball right now. They're twenty. They're twenty-first in the league points per game. Um, their rebounds per game. They're eighth in the league. Their assists. They're seventeenth in the league. But this is why this team is so good right here. But obviously, this. This number's falling right now because AD's not there. They're the second best defense in the league. So basically, the Lakers win all their games on the on their back of their defense. Um, what can I say? AD went down. This team looking really, really average since AD went down. I hate to say it, like I don't. Unless I really hope. The only way that this team repeats is if AD is at 100%. If AD is not at 100%, this team will not repeat 100%. AD is just such so big for this team. And it's clearly, clearly really obvious right now. For the simple fact that ever since he went down, they've just been getting mauled by every team. Um, and... I don't know if they have enough, man. Like, last year's team, to me, was better defensively. Just because you also had Dwight guarding the paint. Like, I keep saying this. Damn, Mark Gasol move was not a good move. Mark Gasol, I like Mark Gasol. Don't get me wrong. I hate saying that he's washed, but he is. His defense is so bad now. Like, he's just, he lost all his foot speed kind of sucks and and it's like if he's not shooting well what why do you have him on the floor it's like you can't really play him if he's shooting bad because on defense he's not giving you anything um he's getting killed on the pick and rolls he's getting killed on the pick and pops he, he can't defend like he used to and it's, it's just like shit but like what are you what are you gonna do this is the dude you brought in to replace dwight howard um and mind you, Dwight Howard took less to play for the fucking Sixers. So it's kind of like, shit, what do you what do you do? Like, that, I hate to say it, like, losing Dwight Howard is looking bad right now for the Lakers. And then Montreal Harrell, like, yes, Montreal Harrell gets buckets, but Montreal Harrell is getting exposed on the pick and roll. Montreal Harrell can't guard the good bigs. Like, uh... I don't know, like, he's undersized, he's 6'7", it's, it's, it's hard out here for him, like, Kyle Kuzma's taller than him, like, and we all know you can't play Kyle Kuzma at, at center, he's gonna get murdered, he can barely play power forward, um, so I don't know, I think, but I'm gonna be honest, I think the Lakers are gonna make a move at the deadline. The Lakers can even sign JaVel McGee if they sign if because I'm pretty sure JaVel McGee is gonna try to get bought out. If I'm JaVel McGee, I'm not trying to waste my time in Cleveland. JaVel McGee doesn't have that many good years ahead of him. If I'm JaVel McGee, I'm like, yo, can you buy me out? And then 
maybe the Lakers swoop them. Oh, and another thing is, they the rumor is that Cousins is coming to the Lakers, but Cousins got bought out like, like almost two weeks ago, and he hasn't went anywhere. So I don't know. And then also that they're seeing oh, whatever. We'll get into that in the NBA rumors section. Uh, but yeah, I have a feeling that these dudes need to make a trade, or they need to buy. They're gonna need to make a trade for another a solid big man. Um, or else I don't see them winning another championship. How they're constructed right now, I don't see this team winning another championship. And also Wesley Matthews, like, my man's been hella injured all year. Like, they really need this dude to come back. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on with this dude. He's average, like, my man's averaging four points a game. Like, this is a dude that you, this is a dude you brought in to be a sniper. This is unacceptable. Like, I, I don't know, man. It just kind of sucks that he, that this, that they're getting injured, like, at the worst times. Um, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see. The Lakers, I think the Lakers still have time to get it together. Um, but before anybody says anything to me about saying Marcus All is washed. His stats prove everything that you need to know. Alright. Everything is down. Yes, he's playing less minutes, but everything is down. 4.8 points. 4 rebounds a game. 2 assists per game. Yeah, they didn't bring him in for to, to do this. Like, they needed him to defend well and, you know, get rebounds. This shit ain't going to cut it. Um, Alright, so basically that's it for the Lakers. The Lakers are the third seed. Um, But... The only reason the Lakers are the third seed, I'm going to be honest with you guys, is because AD is injured. That's the only reason or else this team would be seated higher. I'm just going to keep it 100. I ain't going to bullshit. I I think the Lakers are fine. Once AD comes back, everything's going to be okay. Uh, Now let's move on to the Clippers. Um, The Clippers currently have the sixth best... uh, Six best uh, defense right now. Um, this team right here is literally the biggest. It's such a question mark to me. Because this team has shooters. This team has everything it needs to be a one seed, two seed. There's no excuse. I feel like there's no excuse for this team to be a third, fourth seed. This team should be clearly the number one or two team in the league. Simple fact, Kawhi Leonard is still one of the best players in the league. The only problem is fucking Paul George, man. Paul George literally needs to sack up and just go to the basket. Like, I, like, Lou Williams is 34 years old, and Lou Williams is not afraid of anything. Not afraid of contact, not afraid to take big shots. Paul George, you need to take, you need to take a page of, you need to take a page out of that man's butt. That man got some big ass balls, bro. I'm just gonna say it. Like I gotta say it. Like Paul George, you gotta stop being a pussy and get your ass to the basket and stop settling for jumpers. You're literally a dude that can do do it all. I hate to say it. You, if you wanted to, you you could play point guard for this team. You can literally have Patrick Beverly be a spot up three point shooter and you will be fine. Just. Just play, just play point already, Paul George. Just do it. Um, like this is a team, and then this is a team 
that has shooters. This team literally has everything it needs to be a, a top two seed. I just don't know what it is. Like they all like this. Like and then it feels like this team. It's just weird. Like the vibe feels hella off with this team. Like, like you can tell they take games off. Like, like there's times that they're locked in, and then when they're locked in, they're they're just they're just shit on teams. And then there's nights that they're just like, oh whatever, dude, fuck it, dude. We're just gonna play with like like shit tonight. Who cares? It's so weird, dude. Like I don't I don't understand it. And then it's like. Marcus Morris is playing good basketball right now. Like, Kawhi Leonard's playing good basketball. Outstanding basketball right now. Like, what what is the issue here? Like, you have one of the best six men ever. Like, I don't... This is like... The, this team's a fucking anomaly to me. I just don't understand. Paul George playing good basketball. This team's record should be better than what it is. Um... Paul George needs to figure out his fourth quarter struggles. Like against the Boston Celtics, he played like garbage that fourth quarter. Like, I don't know, maybe he needs to rest more during the game or what. So he can have more juice for the fourth quarter. But he he needs to figure it out. Because in order for this team to be a championship contender, Paul George is going to have to be big in those fourth quarters. He cannot be garbage in the fourth quarter. Let's be real here. In the fourth quarter, when it's go time, it's going to have to be him and Kawhi. Every possession is going to have to be him or Kawhi. Like, let's just be real here. Same. Sh- that's that's like that's the thing about the Lakers. Why I, like wh- like why I say the Lakers are going to be okay for the simple fact that they have AD and LeBron. AD and LeBron know what time it is. Once it's winning time, they know what time it is. Like, I, I couldn't say that about AD before, but I can say that about him now. Because hitting that big bucket against the Nuggets last year showed. And he even said it. This is why I came here. I want those big moments. So, Paul George literally needs to figure out his fourth quarter struggles and his, like, clutch his clutch time struggles like that's what like five minutes and on in the fourth quarter he needs to figure that shit out or else this team is not going to win a championship because like i said every position it can't be every position Kawhi, Kawhi, or literally they're just gonna guard Kawhi how they guard harden like they're all gonna just zero in on him they know he's gonna take the shot so they're just gonna wait for the rebound so paul george needs to figure this out like, if this team wants any shot of winning your championship, Paul George needs to figure it out. Um, and that's another thing. I didn't really talk about this, about the Utah Jazz. The only dude that I feel that can go get a bucket on that team, like in, in crunch time, maybe, well, maybe two dudes. But I feel like Donovan is the only one and Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. But Jordan Clarkson is not like 100% for me that he can go get a bucket in crunch time. That's why. That's another thing about the Utah Jazz that I don't know. Because it's like when it comes to crunch time, when it's winning time, I don't know if they have that dude. I know that the, the, the Clippers have one in Kawhi and the Lakers have two in AD and LeBron. Um, and I... Even though a lot of people are gonna disagree with me that LeBron's not clutch, no, LeBron is is 
<sighs> he's like 50-50. I can't say he's not clutch, and I can't say he is. Because LeBron has hit some big shots in the crunch. And then, like, I hate to say it, before his, like, now, as his career went on, he he has been better in the clutch. In, like, five minutes and under in the fourth quarter. So, yeah. So, basically, that's it for the Eastern Conference. I mean, Western Conference. Correction. Sorry, my guys. Um... Let me go grab some water real quick, and we will start the NBA talk for the East. Sheesh, I got that water. I was thirsty. I need to hydrate, but sorry. I've just been talking for so long. But all right, let's get down to the NBA talk Eastern Conference. So currently, the Sixers hold the best record in the East uh, with um, a 24-12 record. Um, To me... I feel that this team is currently the best team in the East. But like I said earlier, I don't think they will finish as the best team in the East. Because I think eventually the Bucks will probably overtake them or the Nets will. I don't think the Celtics will overtake this team. is because the Celtics are too far behind in the standings currently. Well, they're just five games behind. But they need Philly to lose, obviously, more than seven games. So technically they're five games behind. But they need Philly to lose seven games. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But... This team is currently the number one seeded team right now in the Eastern Conference. Uh, <clears throat> they're strokes and rebounds per game. 10th uh, in points per game, which is good. Net rating 10 points per game. Well, 10th in the league is good. This is the problem here that I see that once the Bucks figure it out and the Nets figure it out, is the defense is 11th in the league. If you noticed, all the other teams like in, that I named in the Western Conference, their defenses were top five. This is going to be an issue here. If this defense does not get better, this team will not be good enough to get to the finals. And here's why. Um, basically, this team's playing out of their mind. Joel Embiid is playing out of their mind. Joel Embiid is currently averaging 30 points per game. That is a big reason why this team has so much success right now. Joel Embiid's playing great. <sighs> Tobias Harris. To this is a dude that gets underlooked a lot on this roster. People got to start giving Tobias Harris his respect. I'll, I'm not a big Tobias Harris fan, but he's playing good basketball right now. The issue with me is that this guy, when it comes playoff time, he gets exposed a lot on the defensive end. But I don't know. Maybe Doc has a scheme. We'll see. Um, right now they have the best record. Um, also, their bench is okay. Uh, what's the kid's name's playing good? Um, Shake Milton, good contributor off the bench. Uh, Seth Curry's playing good currently. Danny Green is doing Danny Green things. Averaging eight points. You know, getting carried to another uh, another playoff run. Um, yeah, but we'll see. Um, so currently the team is 24 and 12. I think to me that this team will fall from the number one seed. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, the Bucks are coming. The Nets are coming. It's those two teams are going to be the number one. Seed. One of those two teams is going to overtake this team as a number one seed. Um, the issue to me that I don't think this defense is good enough for one. Uh, and the East is horribly bad this year. Surprisingly, usually the East has it was has been better the last couple of years. Uh, but this year, the East has been 
has been terrible. I'm going to just be 100% honest. This year, the East has been terrible. Um, the fourth-seeded team is the Boston Celtics. They're currently 19-17, and 17, and that's good enough for the fourth seed. That literally says that the, the last four seeds are, tr- are fucking garbage. Sucks to say it like that, but they've just been bad. Um, Toronto has been bad. Um, I don't know what's going on in Toronto, but they got to figure it out. And they got to figure it out quick because unless they start turning up, that team just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Losing Paul Gasol Gasol and Serge Ibaka was huge for that team. I don't know. They just, that team just did a complete 180. They lost those two players and they just, I don't know. It's like they lost some swag. I don't know what's going on, but enough with the Raptors. Um, the Eastern Conference is bad this year, except for these four teams I'm going to talk about. Um, the Sixers do get their de- a lot of dubs against garbage teams. I will say it. They handle business. You got to go out there and win games, and they are winning the games. Off Joel Embiid is having a great season. Like I'm not a big Joel Embiid fan. Honestly, you guys know I talk a lot of shit about him. He's a I think he's a big baby, um, but he's balling this year. Um, so. Big ups to the Sixers. Um, now let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are currently the second seed. They're a game and a half behind. See why I say the Brooklyn Nets are coming. Um, the issue with the Brooklyn Nets, I'm just going to just say it right now. Their defense is fucking atrocious. Their defense is fucking terrible. But... They're off. They have the best offense in the league. Obviously, they're going to have the best offense in the league. They have the three most talented offensive players in the league. They have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. Like, what? What else do I need to say there? And they also have um, that's oh my god, what is his name? Joe Harris. Joe Harris is a sniper from three. So you have those four dudes on your squad. There's no way. That you're not going to be be the best offense in the league, um, and surprisingly, they move the ball very well. They they're second in assists per game in the league, so that's good. Um, but the number one issue, yes, we talked about that offense, the defensive rating for the Sixers. Let's talk about this defensive rating for the Nets, twenty seventh overall. And I'm just going to be 100% honest. I don't know if the Nets can win the championship just by simply outscoring everybody. Yes, they're averaging 121 points a game. But they're going to run into one of those teams that can slow them down. Uh, Example, the Lakers, Clippers. Those two teams have players that can slow down their players. But who knows? We got to see. I don't think they will see any issues unless the Boston Celtics start playing very very great defense but i don't know if that will happen we'll get to that in the in when we talk about the celtics um but <clears throat> let's just just go through this roster like outside of they they already gave up all their depth let's be honest they had really good depth like shaman is literally like the only good player off the bench spencer's not coming back this year um uh basically kevin durant obviously is Great comeback season, averaging 29 points right now. Kevin Durant is doing Kevin Durant things. You know, he's just being a fucking boss. And now we have Kyrie averaging 27 points per game. Like, like in Harden, 
Harden right now averaging 25 points per game and 11 assists per game. James, I'm going to be honest right now. James Harden is playing amazing basketball. Um, but these three dudes haven't really played that like I don't that much together because KD just went down. But right now, currently, it's it's working with Kyrie and and uh, and Harden. But I don't know how it's gonna go when uh, when uh, all three of them are there. And once th- they haven't had to hit uh, a roadblock yet. Like, they haven't had to play a team that plays great defense yet. Um, they played the Lakers, but they played them, I think, without AD. So, obviously, AD wasn't there. At, oh, and that's another thing. Kyrie, shut your fucking mouth, bro. You beat one fucking good team, and you started popping off talking about, I want I want all the smoke type of shit. Like, I want to be, I want to beat the best teams. Like, come on. Relax, man. Um... But we'll see. We'll see. Um, so currently the Nets are the second seed. I think the Nets eventually will become the first seed. I don't see the Sixers holding that lead. Um, I was skeptical. I must be honest. I'm still kind of skeptical. I don't know how it's going to work uh, once the playoffs come. And I don't know if they're going to be cool with KD closing out the games. I don't know how they're going to figure that out. But we'll see. Um and honestly, Steve Nash hasn't really got tested as a coach. Let's be honest here. He has three fucking superstars on his team. So we'll see once it comes we once playoff times comes how everything works out for this team. Uh but currently if this team does not get better defensively, I don't think this team will win the championship because we all know minimum you need to have a top ten defense to win the championship. That's literally like the benchmark or whatever. Top 10 defense to win the championship. Obviously, they got the number one offense. They just need to get the defense there. But I don't know if they'll be able to do it. Those dudes are not... Like, Kyrie's not really a stopper. Harden's not really a stopper. Joe Harris isn't a stopper. DeAndre Jordan's past his prime. So, I can't you can't really expect him to shut somebody down. It just seems to me that the, that the Nets are going to be those dudes that are just going to rely on getting buckets. And that's how they're going to get their wins. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Um, now let's talk about the the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are currently twenty two and fourteen. They're one game behind uh, the the Nets. Uh, and surprisingly, the Bucks' offense is pretty good right now. It's the second best offense in the league. They lead the league in rebounds per game. Um. Just the only issue is the defense. The defense has not been as good as it was last year. The defense last year was locked down defense. It was a top five defense. Um, Giannis is playing great basketball right now. He's he just started turning up. He wasn't playing too. He was playing average, and now he's just starting to look like his former self, dropping you know his thirty point games. He's averaging twenty nine points, uh, but I feel like they're gonna need more from him. I hate, like, it sucks that I have to say they're going to need more from him. He's playing out of his mind, though. 29 points, 11 rebounds per game. Giannis is doing what he, what he got to do to win. The The issue with this team, for me, it's always the half-court offense. The half-court offense is not good, even though they are currently second in the league. Once the playoffs come and, they, and it slows down, it gets so hard 
for these dudes to get buckets. That's my only concern here. Like, the defense... The, the problem with the defense currently is that they have not... You know, the team... The Giannis has said we're not practicing right now. Uh, we're trying out schemes during games. And obviously, it's going to be really, really hard to get your defense down when you're not practicing that much just because how the season is right now. But in order for these dudes to win the championship or get far in the playoffs, they need to tighten up that defense. Like, I don't know if you guys hear the trend, defense, defense, defense. It's proven that you have to have a top 10 defense to win that cha a championship. If you don't have a top 10 defense, you are not going to win the championship. It just doesn't work that way. The, like, the only team that I think has a, a, a chance of breaking that is the Nets. But I still don't see it happening because if they match up with somebody that can stop them, I think the team that can stop them is going to win. Um, but we're going to see, like, I want to, you know, we still have 30-plus games to see if these dudes figure it out. Um, and to me, Chris Middleton, oh man, like, I, I'm i not big on Chris Middleton. I feel like they overpaid Chris Middleton, 110% overpaid Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is just literally... Catch and shoot three, dude. Like, he doesn't provide any offense. He needs to be fed the ball. Yes, he's a good defender. But I just, I can't. Like, that's another issue that I have with the Bucks. They don't have a dude that can go get a fucking bucket. Yes, Drew can go get a bucket. But it's going to be, like, hard-ass bucket. They, like, Giannis, you, you can, I, I'm fouling Giannis. I'm not going to give Giannis anything around the paint. You get you feel me? Like, I'm going to foul Giannis. I'm going to make him earn his shit at the free throw line. Giannis is getting better at shooting free throws, but he's still not a great free throw shooter. You can still expose him and the free throws. Um, Like, to me, like, I, I, I always say this. I feel like you have a problem when Chris Middleton is your second best player. Chris Middleton is not one of those dudes that can go get you a bucket. Like I said, Chris Middleton is a dude that needs to catch and shoot the ball. Like, the only dude that can go... The only, they have Giannis that can go get him a bucket, but I can't even say that because if they foul Giannis, it's a good luck making the free throws. The only dude that I can say that can go get a bucket is Drew. Either if you fucking... If you foul him, that's automatic from the free throw. But, like I said, in order for this team to, to be where they want to be, they need to tighten up that defense. 19th, it ain't going to fucking cut it. Also, they need to figure out the half-court offense because if they don't figure it out, they're not going to do anything. I hate to say it, like, Bucks fans, like, it ain't going to go anywhere. And now, let's talk about the last and final team. The Boston Celtics that are currently 19 and 17 and fourth in the Eastern Conference. All right, so I do watch the Seas play a lot, so I can give more input on the season. These other teams, like this, is a team that I actually do watch. Obviously, it's my favorite team, but I try not to be biased. But it's kind of hard, a lifelong Seas fan, you know. But still, here we go. So basically, this team is currently 19 and 17. The team's deep offense is not good. 19th overall. We suck. They suck at rebounding. They are currently 27th in assists per game. Um, I have a feeling 
all these stats are going to get better though. And this is surprising. I'm going to just say it's surprising as hell. Ninth in defense. No fucking way. All right. Here's the thing. Last year, the Seas were so good for the simple fact that they had a top five offense and a top five defense. So the problem this year is the defense isn't as good as last year and neither is the offense right now. So what's currently happening is they're going up and they're just coughing up leads and they're they're having meltdowns in the fourth quarter. They got us they in order for this team to be successful in the playoffs, that defense is gonna have to become a top five defense and that offense is gonna have to become a top ten offense. We already know the rebounds are not gonna change. We're not gonna get a big. Um and the ball movement is going to have to get better, which it has gotten better the last four games and this last winning streak. Remember that I said that this team was going to start balling after the All-Star break? They're kind of balling right now. So right now my prediction is looking fucking solid. Hopefully they keep it up. Um, let's be real here. Jason Tatum, beast. Beast. Jason Tatum, bonafide All-Star. Jalen Brown, I've been telling you guys not to sleep on my boy JB. He's been fucking having a B season averaging. Him and Tatum both averaging 24 points. Campbell's finally starting to look like himself. Um, the issue with this team is the bench is bad. And then Tristan Thompson. I don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't really like the Tristan Thompson pickup right now. Like and now that I've seen him in action. I feel that we should have just saved that money. And used it on something else. Um. For the simple fact that Robert Williams is is better. I'm going to just say it. He's better than Tristan Thompson. Robert Williams needs to get more minutes. We got to... Robert Williams has been shining um, this whole season. Like, since he came back from his injury, he's been playing well. I feel like Brian needs to have more confidence in Robert Williams. The thing with Tristan Thompson, yes, Tristan Thompson gets boards... But Tristan Thompson doesn't kick it back out. Tristan Thompson will try to go up. And I noticed that he he either turns the ball over or he gets fouled. But he turns the ball over more than he gets fouled. It's, he doesn't get it out to the shooters. What he needs to do, he needs to get it out to the shooters. And that's another problem with Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson can't shoot. So it's like the, the lineup is always better when it's JB, Kemba, Dice, uh, when, when he's not on the floor. But the issue right now is that Marcus Smart has been injured. But that's going to change after the All-Star break. That's why I'm telling you guys that all these numbers are going to... Marcus Smart is going to help bring all these numbers down. Like, the, the ball is going to start moving more when they play Marcus. That's another issue they have. But this is that's a Brad Stevens problem. Brad Stevens literally has this... He doesn't have anybody moving around. Everybody's just watching Jalen Brown and Tatum play. Um, except for like these past five games, like they lost that Dallas game, but after that Dallas game and New Orleans game, they've been solid. Everybody's been moving around. Um, the issue with this team is like everybody just stands there and watch, they just watch Jalen and Jason go to work and Kemba, and it's like no move around. You know, <laughs> they're gonna drive and they're gonna hit you. You're gonna get a wide open shot. These these this team has three players that can get to the bucket. Just be ready to shoot the ball when they give it to you. Um, 
currently like that's something that I feel is a big issue with this team right now. They all just kind of stand around and watch the Jays play in Kemba instead of just like moving around, uh, trying to get open shots. Um, but in order for this team to be this team's gonna have to make a trade. I hate like I, I, I like the young kids or whatever, but it's time to get some of these young kids out of here and get some some veterans. Uh, Outside of like off the bench, outside of Pritchard and Robert Williams, you can get rid of everybody. Romeo Langford, I don't understand why we're still holding on to Romeo. Hopefully, Romeo proves me wrong. Jeff Teague has finally started playing good. By the way, Jeff Teague had looked awful. Like like after the first game he played, it's like he just got his swagger back. He started playing more like himself. Like yo, I'm gonna go to the basket more. He was playing really really bad. Um. But I feel like this team's going to need a trade. They're going to have to trade for... I'm going to be honest. We already know the Jazz are not going to give up Vucevic. It just, it's just not going to happen. That's that's their best player. They're not going to give him up. And if they give him up, they're going to ask for a lot. Um, also, uh, German Grant. I would love to have German Grant on this team. Jesus. Jalen... JB and him defending fucking nightmare but it's not gonna happen that that's the Detroit Pistons best player he literally said that he wanted a bigger role he's the number one guy on the Pistons why would he come to the Boston Celtics to be the fourth option unless he wanted to win a title but that's not what he's interested in he wants to play more he wants to show that he that he has it um so basically that's like what I feel is the issue with this team, uh, the defense isn't good. It's not top five. The offense is garbage. The offense is going to have to get better. Um, outside of Jason, JB, and Kemba, the scoring's off. Like, Pritchard has been great to watch. It's nice watching Pritchard ball out. Also, Daniel Tice has been playing well. Um, to me, I feel like this team, this team can be a contender, but... They got to figure it out. They got to figure it out. And they have to make a trade. Uh, Danny Ainge is on the hot seat. He has to make a move with that trade exception. If he doesn't make a move with that trade exception, he literally got it for nothing. He can't just hold it and hold it and not do nothing with it. He has to do something with that trade exception or else it's just... if he If he really wants to win a championship, he has to go in. Like, yes, he has Jalen and Jason for five years, but he has to try to win something now. He's been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. It's pretty ridiculous at this point. It's either make a fucking move or bring somebody in that's going to make a move. This team right here, there's no excuse for this team not to be a contender year in, year out. Now that like now that we clearly know Jalen and Jason are gonna be there and Kem was there. Kem was still there for four years. There's no excuse. He needs to build the roster to win a championship now. Um Alright, enough, enough, enough. That's pretty much it for the NBA talk. Uh let's get into these NBA rumors though. So the first rumor that I heard was that the Celtics are interested in Vucevic and Jeremy Grant. Alright. For one, they might be interested but those trades don't go down. The simple fact I kind of already elaborated on it when I was talking about the season, the NBA talk. Vucevic is the best 
Orlando player. If they're going to trade him, it's going to be for the house. Same shit with the fucking uh, Grant. If they trade him, it's going to be for the house. Even though the 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 Pistons just bought out Blake Griffin, they're going to want the house for Jeremy Grant. Um, and that's another rumor, that the Nets are the, currently the, fir- the runner for Blake Griffin. What's up with all these fucking players wanting easy-ass rings, bro? Like, Blake Griffin gonna go to the fucking Nets? This is a fucking joke. Like, do, do these dudes not have any sense of competition anymore? It's just like, I want easy rings. Like, like Jesus, man. Like, that's just a cheat code if they give them Blake. If Blake goes to them. And then, also, DeMarcus Cousins is in the running. Like, the Nets are the front runner for that dude, too. I don't, like, shit. Like, where does DeMarcus go? And then I heard the Lakers. Uh, to me, I feel like DeMarcus will end up on the Nets or the Lakers. I don't think... I'll be surprised if he ends up on the Celtics. Because I know the Celtics wanted to get him too. But I'll be surprised if he ends up as, as a Celtic. To me, the move for DeMarcus is probably the Lakers or the Nets. Um, What's some other rumors I heard? Uh, I heard that... The Nuggets are not going to trade Michael Porter Jr. I'm just going to say that. They're not they might shop him, but Michael Porter Jr. doesn't get moved. Uh they were just too high on that kid. Uh they literally let Jeremy Grant go. Uh so that kid could be a starter. Uh even though it's biting them in the ass right now cuz Michael Porter Jr. can't defend the side of a barn. But uh uh it is what it is. Uh they went in all in on him. Um what are some other... I heard call Lori to the Sixers. I don't think that one goes down either. Uh, I don't think they're going to trade Simmons. Because they're going to want Simmons in return for Kyle Lori. So that's not going down. Um, to me, I feel like a lot of these rumors are kind of like... Like you as a fan. Like somebody that's been watching the game for years. You, you know the ones that have a possibility of going down and don't. Like... Like, the Cousins, like, pickups, like, you know, him getting bought out by those teams that I mentioned, that's doable. Same with the Blake one. But, like, the Vucevic, the Grant, the the, the Sixers, Lord of the Sixers, that shit ain't going down. We already know that's not going down. Um, and then, basically, those are, like, the only rumors because the other, like, you'll see, like, those, like, in the trade deadline, I've noticed that the past couple, like, like, also, the Nets already made the biggest trade of the season. They got Harden. So, the Nets are not trading anymore. I'm pretty sure the Nets are done trading. Uh, I don't know. Like, the Raptors need a trade for a solid big man. Aaron Baines isn't getting it done. Even though I fuck with Aaron Baines, he's not getting it done. Um, I think Miles Turner, like, unless Miles Turner asks for a trade... From the Pacers, he's not going anywhere. We already know Sabonis is not going anywhere. Um, yeah, see, like, you see what I mean? Like, you watching the game for years, you know, like, kind of, like, how the GMs are. Like, how the trades work. Like, I have a feeling that this trade deadline is going to be really boring. Um, just the simple fact they don't see a lot of big trades going down. Uh, like, obviously, like I said, the biggest trade of the season already happened. Harden, you know, got traded. Um, oh, and I heard also another rumor is that the Houston already extended, wanted, offered Oladipo a max, but 
but he turned it down because he can get a better max deal at the end of the season. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Bradley Beal said he's not going anywhere. See this? Is, see what I mean? Bradley Beal's not going anywhere. I don't think Russ gets moved. Um, basically, it's like, like I said, if you watch the NBA for years, you kind of know the trades that are going to go down and, and not go down. All right, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Sheesh. I did not know I talked for so long. Holy cow. Um, but all right, guys, I'm going to head out. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I hope you guys have fun with your families today. And if you're not with your families, I hope you have fun with the boys. Don't forget to follow the pod on Podbean or on Apple. on Wherever you listen to this podcast, fucking follow it. Um, also, uh, I think I'm about to hit a thousand listens, so I appreciate appreciate it to everybody that sits there and listens to this pod i really appreciate you um i really wish you guys would follow those social medias i'm gonna start being more active there soon i know i say this all the time but i'm actually going to do it now because i kind of have more time now um i'm gonna be honest with you guys i think i'm gonna start doing this bi-weekly like when i'm home on because like i'm home every other weekend um i'm probably just gonna start doing it um I'm going to get back on the grind. Uh, I've been kind of slacking because of work, but I don't have that excuse anymore. So I have to stop being a little weenie and just get on my shit. Um, But yeah, um, take care. Don't forget to follow the pod. Um, I love you guys. Peace out.